Are you ready to hack your time? I'm Vicky and I am obsessed with course correcting everything that you've been taught about how to use your time because I know that you can create more success while having more fun and taking more rest. I went from doing all the things, working 80 hour weeks to creating a 15 hour work week. Listen and learn how to hack your time never have to say that you don't have time ever again. You too will learn how to accelerate without doing more today. Hello lovely people and welcome to another episode of the Hack Your Time podcast and today we're going to be talking about something really fun, something that we do and I teach my time hackers which is really all about removing the word time from our entire vocabulary. I know know you're probably thinking like, wait, what? This is what this woman speaks about and teaches about. And I do, but this is going to give you a little bit of insight into why um, the program is called Time Hackers and not Time Managers. This is the kind of thing that we are doing in there. And basically the way I see it is we throw around the word time like it's super relevant. We make it really important and a really important factor in what we can achieve, what we can accomplish, how we can live our lives, what is or is not available to us. Um, You will have heard me speak before about the idea that we don't need an hour to go work out or do a yoga class or even feel calm and the power of a few minutes. So really, a big theme that we do as time hackers, a big theme of my work is removing time from the success equation. So when time is no longer a factor. And I really like to think of it like it's just this inherited language, this inherited verbiage, I think is the right way of saying it, that we have never really challenged in the same way that we will still walk around and say things like, they fell off the wagon when no one is riding a wagon anymore. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to give you some real life examples and breakdowns of what is behind the word time. And I really encourage you to go on a time diet, a time diet by like the time word diet, let's call it, um, this next week and really implement this and see what happens, see what comes up for you, because I promise you it's going to be phenomenal. So one of the big things that I will hear, one of the big things that you've probably thought or are currently thinking is I don't have time. And here's the thing about time. We literally have time, right? Like every day we wake up and we are given time. It's not like money. No one's just giving you money every day, (laughs) but we do have time. But what's underneath? I don't have time. If we have time, what's going on underneath that is typically like, I don't have the desire. Like, I don't want to do this. If someone says to you, do you have time to, I don't know, um, meet at the Christmas markets? You might be like, I don't have time for that. But really, it's not important to you. It's not a desire that you have. Whereas if maybe it's like, there's too many people, <laughs> um, it's too cold, whatever it might be. We are always choosing how we spend our time, right? So I don't want to is one of the big sentences that's actually under I don't have time another big one that lots of my clients come to me with is really actually a fear of failure 
So when we say, I don't have time to do this piece of work, or I don't have time to date, what we're often saying is, I'm afraid of failing. So I'm gonna tell myself I don't have time, and therefore I totally get to avoid the failure. And another one very similar to that is actually, I'm afraid of doing something wrong. So if we're afraid of doing something wrong, we tell ourselves we don't have time and therefore we avoid being wrong. So I want you to think about which of those already relate to you or show up in your life. Or if not, if you have something right now where it's like you are believing that you don't have time, challenge yourself. If it wasn't time, if you couldn't say that it was time, what is it underneath it? The second one that I'll give is things take time. And you've heard me speak about this before, right? The sayings that we just continue to say, even though they're not relevant, like time heals all wounds. Time does not heal wounds. Like things have to happen for wounds to heal. Um, So what it actually means when we say things take time, what I found it having coached hundreds of clients in this area is things don't take time, they take resilience. Things take being willing to do do the uncomfortable thing. And things can take effort and energy, right? Like we may have to expend effort and energy. But the passing of time is not gonna be what heals your heartbreak. The passing of time is not gonna be what creates your business success. The passing of time is not gonna be what creates your pay rise. And I've spoken about this example a lot about how actually lots of people that have worked at a company for a long amount of time don't get paid as much as people that are newly recruited. So things don't take time. What do they take? And again, I encourage you to think of specific examples where you are telling yourself that it's going to take time, what is it actually going to take? And even with the wound example, like I don't know the full science behind it, but it takes certain, like if we were to think even like a cut, it's like the passing of time isn't healing it. That's why not all wounds heal at the same rate. It's going to be the rate of like, I don't know, skin growth or scab formation or whatever it is. Again, not an expert there, but I want you to think like it never takes time. It takes physical changes to happen which our body is producing like antibodies all of that stuff again I don't know the science but I know that it's not just the ticking of the clock that creates the healing of a wound and the reason this matters is because what I see so many people do is focus on fixing the time problem if we have a time problem we are looking for time solutions and trust me there are a lot of time solutions out there I speak about how The time industry is becoming like the diet industry, right? Where there's like all the fancy plans and the fancy planners, there's different calendaring methods. There's rewriting to-do lists and color coding them. That's a favorite one of mine. I used to do that a lot. And the thing is, none of those are actually gonna solve for being afraid of failure, for not wanting to do something, for being afraid of doing something wrong, for building resilience or a discomfort tolerance. So they actually don't help us get shit done. If anything, lots of my people use them as a distraction away from the uncomfortable things. So we make time, this whole problem to be solved, and we are giving all of our time to solving the time instead of getting the things done. The second reason why this is a problem is because we make time responsible. We give time all this power. And when time is responsible and it has all this power, we are left disempowered. We are left literally powerless 
We become victims to time and essentially we give up, right? It's a great reason to not do anything. We don't have time. I guess we'll just give up since we can't change time. So that's another reason why it's so important to recognize that time is not responsible. When we are responsible, we give ourselves the power to respond. And the third point, and I touched on this earlier, is we literally have time. And every morning we wake up with more time. It's actually this really abundant resource that's right in front of us, that's always there, ready to be used, ready to be optimized. It's like on our side and we make it against us. And the truth is we are always choosing how we spend our time. And the problem with this time scarcity mindset is that it's going to start to spill into all the different areas. Um, So therefore, we are never fully present in the moments we are in. We have guilt no matter what we do because we are sat in this not enough story. Not enough time becomes we're not fast enough. We're not good enough. We're doing something wrong. Like our brain is literally creating shitty story after shitty story based off of the attachment to time and the idea that it's super responsible and we are victims to it. And actually, I'll tell you this story. I was coaching a client and she said to me, like, I just don't have time for my business because of my kids. And I said, why is that so? And she said, well, because I have to spend time with my kids. And I said, why? And she said, because I, because I do, because I'm a, I'm a mother. And I said, well, do you think all mums spend as much time with their kids as you do? And she said, well, no. I said, so what do you think the difference is? She said, well, I guess like they choose, they're just choosing differently. I'm like, oh, so you are choosing to spend time with your kids. You don't have to. Not all parents spend all their time with their kids or even some of their time with their kids. Trust me. So what happened was she was able to see how she's actually choosing to give time to her kids. And by that, she is seeing that she is spending her time how she wants to spend her time. Very different to the have tos and the shoulds and the disempowered powerlessness is stepping into her feeling powerful of like, I choose to spend my time with my kids and I make it happen. She stopped, like from that place, she started to feel powerful. She made powerful decisions. She stopped having a pity party. She stopped resisting her time and how she was spending it. She stopped spinning this wheel and this story that she wasn't in control. And actually she ended up stepping out of feeling helpless, helplessness and stopped scrolling basically to avoid it, right? Like when she wasn't with her kids, she also wasn't fully present working because she was already feeling powerless. Once she felt powerful, she started showing up differently in her work time as well as with her kids. And she started getting things done that she'd been literally putting off for months. And she achieved more in like one afternoon than she had done in like three weeks. And that was all while spending the same amount of time with her kids and without guilt. So I invite you really to listen to this episode and to implement it, to remove time from your vocabulary this week. And when your brain says, I don't have time for this, or this is going to take too much time, pause and ask yourself what's happening underneath. And then you can either accept it, right? Realizing that something isn't important to you. Like I don't have time to this actually means I don't want to give time to this. And I, this isn't important to me and I'm going to be okay with that. We don't have to do everything. It's just as important that we don't do everything. Um, or you can problem solve it. So if it is like 
you know, feeling afraid of failure or feeling afraid of getting something wrong, then we can problem solve for it. How do you want to overcome that fear? How do you want to show up with that fear? What do you want to make failure mean? Like this is all the work that we are doing, obviously in Time Hackers that my clients do, where we focus really on what's always happening underneath the time stories. And we really focus on the brain and hacking your brain so it stops focusing on all the reasons you can't do something and starts to create an autopilot belief system of all the reasons you can. So you feel powerful, in control, capable, in charge of your time. And much like that client I told you about, are able to accomplish more in a few hours than you have done in weeks. The second thing we focus on or what I give you is like a proven process for decision making that guarantees success and moving forward as actually you do less in like a really non-hustly way. So how are you currently making decisions? Is it based on scarcity and lack and fear? I wanna teach you how to make decisions based on feeling powerful, abundant, based on kindness and growth and based off of where you wanna be in the future, not where you are right now or where you've been in your past. And the last thing that we focus on, a huge accelerator is when you learn to fuel yourself with fear and failure because you know and you have a process for turning that failure into lessons that are more valuable than the short-term win. So it's like that episode that I did a while back ago on winning or learning. It's like you're happy when you are winning and you are happy when you are failing because that learning is going to lead to future bigger wins as well. Like literally 10x that success. And this is why my time hackers join and they've doubled their businesses this year while working less and reading more fiction. They've booked their first clients and created two clients in three days after like not having any clients for nine months, I think it is. They've launched their first group within their first year of their business and created 19 clients. They've built a prototype on the business idea that they were sitting on for years. They've gotten promotions and pay rises while working less hours for their company job. They've turned their like 10 year, this would be a future vision of fantasy into done in six months. And I want you to think about what you will achieve when you become a time hacker. You will achieve your one year goal in 90 days. You will create a 30 hour work week. We even have someone that's got a 25 hour work week. And I really want to invite you to not only just remove time from your vocabulary this week, but imagine what it would be like to remove time from your vocabulary forever. Like if time was never an obstacle, that's the work that we are doing. And Time Hackers, my friends, I would love to have you join us, kick off 2022 the best way possible. Give yourself the gift of more time, more success, and more fun. All right, loves, I will see you next week. Bye. Hey, if you wanna get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated, supported, and coached, of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickilouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.